on February 6th of this year, there is a woman named Afra Abu Haida, and she was awoken, uh, violently shaken awake, because on that date, uh, an earthquake magnitude of 7.8 hit Syria. And she awoke uh, with her husband and her four children. And the family, it seems, had ushered the children. They were running. They lived in an apartment building. So they were running to get out of the apartment building while the earthquake was taking place. Unfortunately, they did not escape. The building collapsed on them. And although the husband and the children, it seems, died almost immediately, uh, incredibly, Afra must have been awake for several hours because she had been pregnant and she gave birth to a little baby girl in the rubble. Now for some of you it might seem almost uh, heavy-handed to begin a Christmas Eve homily with uh, a story like that. with greatest respect not only to Afra and her family, but to all those who have hurt and suffered in this world. I share with you this story because it's important to understand the brokenness of the world that we live in in order to really understand the meaning of Christmas. Because it's very easy, and it happens all too easy in our modern Western world, where December 1 hits and Mariah Carey starts blasting in all the stores and posters come up and beautiful smiles and the culture itself unites in an effort to make sure that you have smiles on your faces and that you're jolly and that you're happy. And that has its place. I don't want to be a needless downer. But the fact is, each one of us here walks into Christmas with a complicated life. It is beautiful and wonderful to be with family and friends at Christmas. It is frustrating and anxiety-ridden and hard to be with family and friends at Christmas. Can I get an amen? Amen. Right. Because many of us here, if not all, have friends or family that aren't here this Christmas. And many of us here have friends or family that we aren't speaking to this Christmas. Or maybe we wish we weren't, because it's hard. And then if that weren't enough, we have the stories of pain and suffering that we've endured in our lives, and then we look around the world, and it's on fire. War, Russia and Ukraine. War in the Middle East. And we some, hopefully we know our history, and they're not new events as has happened in the history of the world. And so we walk into Christmas, and what do we do? Just smile while Mar- Mariah Carey blasts those awesome notes? It's easy to feel out of place. Because that pageantry cannot accommodate an honest, nuanced, complex human life. There's only one Christmas that can. 
and it's the one that has Jesus born in the manger on Christmas Day. Because what Jesus means, his coming to this world means that we're not alone. That none of us, none of us in this room, in this world, are alone. We're not meant to be. That God is real. God loves and cares for us. That's the gift of Christmas. That in the midst of our broken lives, in the midst of a broken history, God does not turn away indifferent, or he doesn't come with a flaming sword in anger. He comes gentle, meek, and mild in a manger. He comes to us in love. What will we do with that gift? See, that's complicated. I don't know many of you. You guys don't know me. We're all in different places in our spiritual journey. For some of us today, this evening and tomorrow is a glorious event. We love Jesus. We trust in Jesus. And this is great. For some of us, maybe you're here because your family told you you had to. Right? That's real. It's all right. And for the rest of us, we're somewhere in between. Eventually, the folks excavating the rubble, they found Afra, and they found her little girl. And um, she'd been alone for hours. And she was so small. And she was rescued. She's adopted by her mother's family, her aunt and uncle. And she was named Afra after her mother. She has a family, she's been named. Each one of us here is named and known by the living God. We're not alone. As, as dark as the world gets, and it is, and it has to be, and the reason why I'm saying this is because the only way that you can see the light of God's love is if you sit and accept the darkness there is. Only when you see and accept the darkness does the line, the light, shine forth. But maybe the story of Jesus doesn't, you don't interface with it. And yet you still hurt and suffer. I don't know what to do with Christianity or God or Jesus and all that, but yes, Seth, I have hurt. I tell you, when the excavators found that little baby, she had hyperthermia. She was very sick. And this little girl could not, in her, the very few hours she had of life, could not have known anything but that to live and to exist was to suffer, to be cold. She never had her mother embrace her skin to skin. She was never wrapped in a warm blanket. All she knew for the first few hours of her life, her whole life, was hurt and loneliness and suffering. She must have been crying for a while. And by the time they found her, it was the weakest of whimpers, her little voice. And yet that little voice was enough for them to find her. For some of us in this room, we don't know what to do with the Bible and Jesus and God and all that, but all we can muster 
are tears. And maybe lonely tears. And I want to tell you right now that God sees you and he hears you. That is the meaning of Christmas. You don't have to put on a fake smile. You don't have to pretend things are just forcibly jolly while the world crumbles around you. You can admit the situation we're in, but in the admitting that this world is broken, that we have no solutions, if, if politics or philosophy could solve this world, we would have done so already. I invite you, in the name of Jesus, to consider that baby born in the manger 2,000 years ago is the hope of the world, the solution we've been longing for. And he wasn't born in the halls of power. He wasn't born in, in, in the trendiest uh, condos in New York City. He was born in a marginalized, uh, conquered people. The first Christmas, the first people at Christmas were a couple with tax problems who couldn't even get a hotel, a motel to sleep in. The first people who saw the first Christmas were shepherds who, I don't know if you know this, were outcasts in their, in their society. They were considered dirty, filthy, criminal villains. That's the only job they could have was being shepherded out of the community. And yet they were the first ones to see the coming of the glory of the Lord in that little child. I don't know your life. I don't know your story. I don't know what you carry, the pain, the shame, the guilt. I don't know any of that. I'll tell you something. God does know that. He sees you all the way down and he loves you. He was excited to be born in this world, to grow up to be a man, to take on your brokenness or sin into himself, to die, to then rise, to then heal your life and heal this world if you will but accept that gift. And it is a gift. God is not a tyrant. He will not force his love on you. He will not force his presence on you, but he invites you. If only you'll accept it. It will change your life. It's changed mine changers too. So my prayer for you is that this Christmas would be more than mere ritual, mere pageantry, it would be more than consumerism and delicious chocolate and treats, more than awkward conversations with family and also hopefully great hugs, more than tears, that it would be the transformation of your life that God so desperately wants you to have, found in his love. My friends, that's Christmas. I hope you accept that gift. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Gracious and loving God, we give you thanks that in a history mired with brokenness, with violence, with hatred, with indifference that we have woven, you have not ignored us, but have chosen to come into the world in the person of your son Jesus, to give your life, to offer us your love, to offer us healing, restoration, and peace. God, I pray for everyone in this room. You know their lives. You know everything. I pray that you would help them to connect with you, to receive your gift of love. That is the true meaning of this Christmas, found in your son Jesus. Help us in this, we pray. Amen.